Well, ladies and gentlemen, I know most of you have heard by now about the white supremacist terrorist attack that happened in Buffalo, New York, where you had about 10 people die in this attack. Uh, this cowardly white supremacist by the name of Peyton Grindon went and targeted elderly people. He didn't want to go down the street, as some brothers from and sisters from Buffalo said, to uh, this one area called Mandela street or man, some areas, Mandela market. Uh, they say there's a place called Mandela market somewhere around there that if he just went down the street, he, he, he would have had a different result trying to jump out that car and start airing out a Bushmaster rifle at black people. But we want to go into the mind of this white supremacist. And this is what I'm going to say. This is a new policy. I'm going to take on all my platforms definitely as of today, because I think these words are very counterproductive to everybody. Um, if you're using the words on my platform, I don't care. Um, I don't care how what white supremacists think. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. If you use the words on my platform, I don't care. It's going to get you banned because I don't take time out of my day away from my family to discuss these matters. If it were not important for black people or anybody that just want to watch this, uh, platform, definitely. If you are non-white because, um, you know, some of you who are non-white that listen to our program, not all of you, but some of you feel that, well, you know, I'm not black. Uh, I don't deal with black people deal with, um, you know, and some of you think that you can assimilate into white supremacy, uh, which is also very dangerous. And even some black immigrants that think that you can assimilate into white supremacy and you're not going to deal with these issues and problems. Some of you may think that, oh, well, you just work hard, right? And thinking that's going to absolve you from dealing with a white supremacist terrorist. Now, we know that when that white supremacist terrorist got out of that vehicle, he didn't ask, was the black person a citizen? He didn't ask if they were a black immigrant. He didn't ask what country you was from, what neighborhood you was from. He just saw black and he just start firing. So black immigrants, what we all need to do is understand that you live in the system of racism, white supremacy. You chose to immigrate here. Let me repeat that. You chose to immigrate into this wicked system called Babylon. Okay. You chose to immigrate into a system where you're dealing with the greatest threat to your life is the white supremacist terrorist. And I need all black people to start repeating that constantly that the white supremacist is the greatest domestic terror threat in America and throughout the world. Nobody has caused more hardened harm than the white supremacist terrorists. Every country you look at, they got a major problem. It goes back to the white supremacist and his policies, whether it's a white supremacist like this one or white supremacist political figures, because they got them too. If you talk about Latin America, all you got to do is read the book Confessions of an Economic Hitman, and it will tell you why Latin America is screwed up, and it will tell you why them people basically flooding this country the way they're doing it. But let's get into the mind of this white supremacist here. Um, this is going to take probably some days or so to try to go through some of this so we can just um, make sure. Because, see, the, 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 the white corporate media is cherry-picking this manifesto. 
Um, they they don't want to fully put it out there. They want to take excerpts so they can use some because they're using this also politically ahead of time. Do not make this white supremacist terrorist attack about left and right. If you let them play this left and right game with you, you, they got you. Okay. They didn't confuse you. They didn't finesse you. It's not about left and right. It's about white supremacy because both sides benefit from white supremacy and want to maintain white supremacy. All right. So this white supremacist that wrote, we'll just start in the beginning. He said, what you need to know is if there's one thing I want you to get from these writings is that white birth rates must change every day. The white population becomes fewer in number to maintain a population. The people must achieve a birth rate that achieves, I'm sorry, reaches replacement fertility levels in the Western world. That's about 2.06 births. He said the only white country that reaches these levels in Argentina is 2.247. Now, if you know the history of Argentina, they killed off their black people. And if you go to Argentina, they don't want to talk about that. They purposely killed off black people there. Or then when the black people start realizing what they did, a lot of them start running to Chile and places like that. Okay. Um, so that's why and a lot of your uh, Nazis from Germany also went to Argentina. So this is why Argentina is mentioned. This is why black people, you gotta, you gotta know your world history when it comes to racism, white supremacy, you gotta, you gotta start paying attention to geopolitics, get out of that dumb American ideology of, Oh, I'm only concerned about what happens in America. You live in a global system and you need to know what happens in the world. Now he continues, says, but not in Europe, not the rest of the Americas, not in Australia or New Zealand. Say white people are failing to reproduce, failing to create families, failing to have children. You say, but despite the sub replacement fertility rate, the population in the West is increasing rapidly. You say, how is this possible? He said, mass immigration and the higher fertility rates you say of oh, the immigrants themselves are causing this increase in population. Say we are experiencing an invasion on a level never seen before in history. Say millions of people pouring across borders legally. You say invited by the state and corporate entities to replace white people who have failed to reproduce, failed to create the cheap labor and say failed to create new co- consumers in the tax base that corporation states need to have to thrive. Now let's, let's, let's deal with, with this issue about fertility rates. Why would you go out and harm black people? Then black people don't affect your birth rates. They don't. So why would you go out and do that? See, see, see the white supremacist is, 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 is I told y'all the white supremacist is the biggest beta male simp. I've said that many, many times before. This is why you see Karen a lot of times with a man. And you notice Karen is run off of the mouth and this beta male simp just allows her to do whatever the hell she want to do. Mr. White Supremacist, you the one that, that, that made the laws in this country. You did it. Okay. There wouldn't be no deletion of children if you didn't approve it. See, well, what you want to do through Margaret Sanger is make sure that Black children are deleted. You understand? And what ended up happening is what you meant for harm for the black man and woman in America. And unfortunately, unfortunately, you did do some, 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 definitely some evil. And unfortunately, people in our community accepted a lie saying that, oh, well, 
I can't afford a child right now, so let me delete my children. Black people came off a doggone plantation with nothing, still had their children, and black people's children ate. Black people's children had clothes on their back, even coming off of the plantation fields with nothing in America, and they still made it work. That was the, one of the greatest lies of Satan that people except in our community saying, well, I'm poor, I can't afford a child right now, so let me go and take uh, the, the devil's uh, 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 solution instead of just taking care of our doggone children like we did for, for hundreds and hundreds and even thousands of years before we even met this white supremacist. So the issue is his white woman. You understand? And he don't want to get his woman in check. He feels it's easier to go attack black people than to get his woman in check. Now, Yes, they're trying to take away that option of deletion. They're so desperate that in, in, in their laws, taking away the deletion option, that if one of their women is violated, they want to force them to have children. Because we know that in their community, if you look, I just saw the numbers on this, when they talk about child violation and things like that, they said that 83% of the arrests for that are the Mzungu. 83%. I think the other nine or so percent, I think after that was uh, Hispanics. I think 4.6% were black. Black people rank real low on child violation, uh, looking at, you know, pictures of children, um, violation, etc. The Mzungu is the leader of all of that. But if you understand his history, what he did to our people on the plantation, which he don't like to talk about, all that's part of who he is. But instead of getting his woman in line, because what he don't want to deal with, because listen, this is global. This is global. What he don't want to deal with is the fact that, and I told y'all, that when you can't have children, and it's happening globally in your group. It's because the Lord has put a curse on the womb of your woman. The womb of your woman is cursed. According to the scriptures, you have been laid. Your woman has been laid globally barren and she makes it worse because she's out there in the streets right now in the United States of America demanding that she still have the ability to delete your children. Mr. White supremacist. Do you see them in the street? Do you see how they acting? Mr. White supremacist. Do you see how they acting? Your woman is your issue. You talking about the birth rate. Your woman is the one you need to be dealing with. Why are you thinking that you're going to come over here and mess with black people? Because I'm going to tell you right now, Mr. White supremacist, you know who, how we are. You know who we are and you know, when you poke the bow with us, you already know what could happen. You listen, you, you white supremacists talking about, you don't want to hear about history, but you better understand history because you'll know who you're dealing with. Well, you kind of know what you don't know. You keep wanting to poke the bow and poke the bow and poke the bow and poke the bow. You know, at, at, at a snap of a finger, we will, we'll put aside all them differences and we super cop up. And then now you gonna have a problem. I mean, well, what you keep doing it, you will have another holy week. You keep doing it. 
Whites, you have way more to lose by black people doing another Holy Week. You have, trust me, your system couldn't take another Holy Week if you know your history of black people. You are economically damaged right now. Inflation is through the roof. Gas prices is through the roof. You got shortages of baby formula, shortages of this, shortages of that. You cannot afford a Holy Week or anything that black people collectively would do economically, could affect you economically. Y'all got way more to lose than black people. I told y'all, black people are always in a position that y'all put us in that we have nothing to lose. And anybody know, you don't put someone in a position where they feel like they have nothing to lose. Because that's the most dangerous people out there. You see what happened with George Floyd. That's recent. They ain't that long ago. You see the billions of dollars in damage that resulted from that. And, and let's call it 100 on that. A lot of you white supremacists were out there stealing. A lot of you was damaging things too. You were doing it. You were doing it. So you were actually hurting yourself. But you don't have your woman in line. That's what it is. And you talking about immigration. Let's call it what it is. Your people run the border, not black people. Your people uh, give out the visas, not black people. So you're talking about all these different people pouring in. You mentioned one thing here that I thought that was interesting. You mentioned about cheap labor. See, you lazy white supremacists. See, this is your problem. See, when this country was nothing, you use free labor from my ancestors to build this country. You lazy, cowardly white supremacists could not even build America on your own. And still to this day, you're still not doing things on your own. You're depending on other people. Now, the black man and the black woman are not out there in the farms doing something for you. So with, because you are lazy and you always have been lazy, you sit here. The reason why you let a lot of people come across that border from Latin America is to get cheap labor from people from Latin American countries. And those people are out there picking your, picking the strawberries, picking the grapes, doing all that kind of work that black people used to do for hundreds and hundreds of years for free. Your people has never wanted to pay for labor. Listen, I understand labor is a major cost. Yeah. If you can get cheap labor or free labor, man, you making hand over fist. That's why y'all became the richest country in the world is because if I had a hundred people working for me and I didn't have to pay them and all I had to do was feed them and clothe them and put them in a house somewhere, I would make a hand over fist doing that in a modern time. So you paying these people not much or nothing because you using these people from Latin America because you ruined their countries with all this drug, you ruined it. And so they got these, 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 these cartels running around. So these people, you know, can't even live their life in their own country. So they run up here. You look at the situation in Mexico. I watched something about the, the freaking cartel the other day, Mexico don't re reproduce guns. So how the cartel get their guns from up here? You, you, the reason why Mexico is the way it is. 
The cartel would not even have a, a freaking gun. It wouldn't be for your people. Manufacturing all them guns. Everywhere you look up, you you manufacturing guns, you manufacturing missiles, you manufacturing this, everything to 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 harm, hurt, and kill people. You you manufacture it. You. That's the one thing I, I can say that you contributed to the earth is hatred based on color and ways to kill folk. That's, that's the legacy of your people in the earth. But you want to get mad when people come up here when you are the cause of their problem. You. So then people come up here and, 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 and it's so messed off in their country that they feel they got a good job by going there and picking strawberries because you lazy instead of picking your own strawberries. Then you wouldn't have no mad. Then your people, your, your, your elites who, who own things wouldn't need them because if you wasn't lazy and get out there to them farms and pick your own stuff, then they wouldn't depend on them people. Let's call it what it is. So your, your people ruin those people country, your people let them in to do work because they can't look at black people anymore to do no slave labor unless they got them in prison doing slave labor. That's the only way they get black people to do slave labor is in prison. This is why they do not want marijuana legalized because every state that had legalized marijuana, the, the population in jail for marijuana drops down to about 98%. Every state black people, the jails get empty of black folk. I tell black folk, <laughs> I said the solution to this is first of all, get off of this mess. Cause this mess isn't pure. But if you're just so addicted, and I, I don't understand this addiction. I don't. Thank God he has blessed me not to have any addictions like that. But if you're so addicted, move to a state that you can do that. Don't be staying. I don't know why y'all take a risk in states that's not legal. I don't get it. I don't get it. If, my, if I know that I can go to jail and I'm just so addicted to this mess, I move to a state where it's legal. You know, I mean, that way I ain't got to worry about it. But, you know, I'm all, you know. I say don't do it, but his issue isn't black people. His issue is his woman. And because of that, because you are afraid to get your woman in check on a lot of issues, you don't want to give your woman the wings. Let's talk about the feminism thing too. Everybody talk about feminine fe feminism. Feminism came between the white man and the white woman because the way he was treating her, that's where that comes from. And all the, he's complaining today about all these women taking jobs. These women, this, you the one get, you the one allowed them to do it. That's the thing. You don't want to take personal responsibility on what you done. You talk about the child. I hear y'all complaining about the child support laws and divorce and, and alimony and all that. You did it. You, Mr. White man, you put all them laws on the books and now, and now your woman is out of hand and now you want to complain and get mad at everybody else non-white because you allow your woman to get out of hand with everything. You did it. Take responsibility of what you have done because you controlled it all. Everything from the immigration to how your woman is. Now your woman got wings that you can't uh, clip. And your solution is to go attack black people. So I wasn't even supposed to go there in this, this uh, 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 podcast today, but hey, I, I had to touch it because y'all got to talk about how these white supremacists have put every law in the books, control everything, won't complain about it. He not even complaining about the people who did it. 
talking about the crisis of mass immigration and sub replacing fertility is an assault on European people. They have not combated will ultimately result in the complete racial and cultural replacement of the European people. It's not, it's not black people. You need to talk to your fellow Europeans in Europe. That's controlling the immigration there too. You need to talk to your Europeans in Canada and New Zealand and all these people go talk to your politicians. They're doing it. Them. Go to see, see if you were smart, you would actually go campaign to end the citizens United decision where they said that basic corporations are people too. And this how you got all these corporations literally buying and paying your uh, politicians off because the average person can't compete with major corporations. See, see, and the major corporations want these people from Latin America and wherever other countries they coming from. India and, and uh, Silicon Valley. They want all these Indians and, and Asians coming into Silicon Valley. Okay. They want that. You have different people from African countries that's coming in a lot more. All right. This your people doing it. Yours. So your, 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 your option is let me go attack black folk who don't control a freaking thing in this country because of what your own people done. 10 years saying 2050, despite the ongoing effect of sub replacement fertility, the uh, population figures show uh, that the population does not decrease in line with the sub replacement fertility levels, but actually maintains. And even in many white nations rapidly increasing all uh, through immigration, this is ethnic replacement. This is cultural replacement. This is r racial replacement. He says, this is white genocide. Now he says to return uh, to replace the fertility levels is priority. Number one, he said, but it's no simple task. He said, there's a maraud. He said, reasons behind decline of fertility rates and destruction of traditional family unity. We must inevitably correct the disaster of hedonistic, nihilistic individualism. Uh, sir, that comes from you. This is why I'm so against black people with this individualism mentality because that has destroyed my people too. Black people, yes, we all individuals. Yes, I get it. But we got to have, like even Dr. Claude Anderson said, that we got to think alike if we want to make it as a group of people. He said, there are many groups of people that think alike on certain things. We should all be agreeing that racism, white supremacy is a number one threat to black people. No matter where you come from, if you black, that's the number one threat to you. We need to understand that unification of our people has to be important, period. It has to be. That's the only way we have learned to make it through even history. If you study that, uh, you go back to Africa, you go back, you even come here. Unification, how we got off them plantations is unification. How we dealt with things off of that plantation, how we even got the little rice, the little rice, ain't, we ain't fully free. We got it through unification. Brothers and sisters putting in that work, putting foot to pavement. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? That came through unification. Just the only mistake, the greatest mistake that we made as a community was abandon unification and thinking we made it because now we can go to Macy's and we can go to the Ritz Carlton and we can go here. We can go there with the white people now and we abandoned all our stuff. That was the greatest mistake that we ever made. I think the, the most horrible mistake that our people made thought they made it and they had to fight no more. They had, they had the advantage at that point. All they had to do was mash the gas. We could be set up a lot better than, than anything else right now. But our people wouldn't, wouldn't say, you know, Ooh, I'm, uh, Oh my God, I didn't made it. I can go with the white people. You know, I'm like, why 
You had your own everything. But he, he says that due to mass immigration, we lack the time uh, scale required to enact civilization paradigm shift. We need to undertake to return to health and prosperity. He said mass immigration would disenfranchise us, subvert our nation, destroy our communities, destroy our ethnic ties, destroy our cultures, destroy our peoples. He said long before low fertility levels ever could, thus before we deal with the fertility rates, we must deal with both the invaders within our lands and invaders that seek to enter our lands. He said, we must crush immigration and deport those invaders already living on our soil. It is not just a matter of prosperity, but the very survival of our people. Well, let me tell you something. There's so many people here, um, legally and illegally, you don't have enough people to do it. And let me tell you something. Trump was one of the most aggressive presidents when it came to illegal immigrants and he couldn't deport them all within his four years. He could not deport them all. He will never deport them all. And it's not just um, people from Latin America. There are people from China that come through that southern border. And then once they get into the United States and they get into Chinatown, you never find them. Because they don't they insulate themselves very well in these East Asian communities. They don't have they because they got their grocery stores, they got their banks, they got uh the doctors, they got everything they need in the Asian communities like how we used to have in our black communities. So they don't, they don't have to worry about ice messing with them because they don't have to leave it. They don't have to leave their community for crap. And they people ain't snitching on them. So, so, so you got Africans that come over here, Caribbeans that come over here illegally too. It's all kind of people come over here illegally. Like I said, it's a lot. Even Ukrainians have been coming in here illegally too. Now, a lot of people got pissed off at Biden recently about that because they say, Hey, wait a minute. Hold on, we waiting to get in, and you just let twenty thousand of them in, and it caused it caused a ruckus on that border. So he had to shut that down. Now he just said, "Okay, let me fly in six thousand of them." Biden is actually on your side, Mister White Supremacist, but them Ukrainians not gonna save y'all. Let me tell you something: it's you are paying for everything that your people have done from the from way back when to now. Basically, when God said that. The womb of your woman is cursed with a curse. And when I curse the womb of your woman, that is part of not fully, but part of your judgment. And you fear the inevitable. Your problem isn't black people. Your problem is God. And you thinking coming and attacking us is going to fix your issue. I tell you this. For every one hours that you take, God will raise 10 in a place. That's what you don't understand. God will raise 10 in a place. Every black person that you killed at that Buffalo store, there will be 10 black person people being born for every life that you took. Because have you realized that we don't die? We multiply. Have you realized that? Have you really, you have put us through the, through the most horrible thing people can go through and we have done nothing but multiply it. Have you realized that when, when you are, when you press God's people like that, he don't end them. He multiply them. It ain't listen. Let me tell you something else that you don't want to talk about when it came to this virus that happened, that passed by the majority of the people that passed away from that virus was your people. And you know it. You don't like to talk about it. This is why you were scrambling so hard about, you know, um, 
developing developing something to put in your body. Because if that if that thing was really targeting black people like you like like you you claimed on there, if it was really targeting us like that, you wouldn't have done nothing about it. You wouldn't have came up with nothing for it. You'd be like, oh shoot, that's that's a disease they got. Let them let them have it. But it was taking your people out. And because you control the FDA and you because the reason why so many people are sick in this country is because of the food. Is because of the food. Because recently and I'm going to post this on, on my food channel. I'm probably going to post this a little sooner than later. I was, I went to the grocery store and I was showing exactly what's in the hot, cho- you know, like the, the hot chocolate you want to like the next quick what's in it. Then I have hot chocolate from South Africa and I'm going to show what's in that. These people literally making people sick. It's his people that's doing that to everybody. We not in control of the FDA. Your people is everything that's wrong in this country. It goes back to you. And then when we, when everybody point blame at you, why well, you always want to blame the white man? Because you control it all. Who I'm a blame? What black person I'm a blame? What black person I'm going to blame for the FDA? Show them, point them out to me. What black person controls the FDA? What black person controls the federal government? Show them, show me to them. Show me. Then don't point out some, some silly, politician in our community because they don't run nothing either. They, they are black faces that represent you. It don't matter what, I, that's why I say I don't get into that left and right talk because it's dumb. It's white supremacy. That's the conversation y'all need to have. Keep it there. Don't say left, right, left, right. No, it's white supremacy because that's a term they can't shake. That's a term they don't like. That's a term. So even with the time of the virus, because you got your own, you got people in this country ill for the food they eat in this, in this country. That's why the, that virus took out so many people, a lot of people in your community. I'm not saying it didn't happen to black people. Listen, I caught that God forsaken virus and thank, thank the Lord. Like I say, it didn't last with me long. Thank the Lord. Cause some people I've seen stories. Well, oh boy, man. I thank the Lord. It lasted with me. Let me see from a Thursday. It lasted me maybe about a good four or five days. And thank the Lord that, that, that I, uh, 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 and my family came out of that. Um, now I made some health changes prior to that. And I'm glad I did. Cause I think it would have been worse when I came back from South Africa, going into getting away from this wicked environment away from you, Mr. White supremacist, where I can actually think, and, and breathe some clean air and have some good conversations with my brothers. Even, even, even my brothers on my team, you know what I'm saying? Just discussing some things. I came back with a different mindset uh, and, and a more driven mindset and a more, you know, a healthier mindset to have. And that has helped me out a lot, even in my health where, you know, I, I'm just doing what I need to do in my health. And it helped me. Thank God. That I have a compass now and, and, and I have a certain rules in my eating and, 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 and things like that now. Thank God. But in this country, because of the food is so horrible because you created it that way. It don't have to be that way. They can put in laws to right, right now today where they can take out all that trash out the food and the food will be good. They can do it today. 
They they don't because them taste something they're so wicked and evil, they don't even harm their own people for a dollar. So what I'm saying is, Mr. White Supremacist, you your problem is you. Your problem isn't non-white people. It's you. So why don't you go deal with your people, go deal with your women and everything else, and leave black people alone? Because you're not gonna take us out like that. You're not it's not gonna it's never gonna happen. You try to do it in the continent of Africa, it didn't happen. It's over a billion people over there now. You can't you can't mess with God's people. We're the oldest people on the planet. If you could have took us out, you'd have done it a long time ago. You can't. You try to starve us, try to give us disease, try to poison our water supply. You you try to turn turn our our, our, our men our men in the, in, in, in the girls our, our girls in the men you try to turn our women against us and all kind of, it, no matter what you have done and yes some have fallen to your to to the wiles of the devil some have but the majority would not fall to the wiles of the devil because we won't allow it as a a global community and that's why you're mad. Now I'm gonna have to end this podcast here. I didn't get to the point where I wanted to get to, but we, you know, I we got to touch on things, ladies and gentlemen, about these white supremacists and what they think because they don't want to take responsibility for what they done to themselves. We gotta start putting it back in their face and tell them your immigration problem is you. You let them people in here because you're so lazy because you don't want to get your lazy behind out there and go to them farms and pick anything. You're lazy. That's where immigration comes from, your laziness. Because you were lazy in the beginning for 250 years. You had my ancestors out there doing all the work with your lazy tail. And then after that, because you couldn't get my ancestors no more to do it, after, especially after the sharecropping thing. So after sharecropping, that's when the mass immigration came in from Latin America because of your laziness. And y'all tell them that in that comment section. When they come tell you about immigration, say immigration wouldn't be a problem if y'all wasn't so freaking lazy. Get your lazy behind out there and go pick some uh, strawberries. Go out there and replace all them illegal immigrants and go pick strawberries. Oh, but you don't want to do that, huh? You never want to be out there working, don't you? Better go put on your carry your hundred SPF sunscreen out there. And every hour, put on your, your, your fake liquid melanin, because that's what basically what it is. Put your fake liquid melanin on and get out there and pick them strawberries. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. We greatly appreciate it. You know, we're we going in. We're going in. And we like I said, we just getting started with, with, with this manifesto. Oh, we just getting started. We, we, ladies and gentlemen, we got we to go in on them. You got to tell the white supremacists the truth. Tell the truth and shame the devil. But make sure, you know, outside of subscribing, which is very important, make sure you click the like button. That way you can spread the video in it in the algorithm by clicking like buttons with engagement. And of course, you leave a lot of comments. We greatly appreciate that. The podcast is, is a very engaging uh, podcast, and we would appreciate y'all for doing that. And I know that as many podcasts you could come to to listen to, and I'm glad you stopped by ours. We greatly appreciate that. Now, our next podcast, we'll be getting to the next part I want to get to in here, and we're going to be cooking the whole way. Like I said, we're going to be dedicating probably a lot of podcasts this week to this white supremacist because uh, we, we got to inform our people how they think. So uh, remember, before I wrap this up, you hear them complaining about immigration, say get your laser behind out there and go pick, pick that, uh, them strawberries. 
and 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 and, and we would you wouldn't have an immigration problem. I say immigration came because of your laziness. You've been lazy from the beginning, and you're lazy in twenty twenty two. So uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, appreciate you coming by, and see you next time.